This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Yisrael Shalok Achsadim Igoi. A straw that buys a field from a guy, before it reached the point, the critical point known as a shlish. A third grown, a third of its maturity. So the, the Jew owns it at the critical moment. That means it, it was in the ownership, under the ownership of a Jew when it was grown. When it reached its maturity, halachic maturity state. So then he sells it back to the guy. It's chayv and shumas and ma'asis. Why is it chayv and shumas and Because it belonged to the Jew at the critical moment when it reached the shlish. What's the implication? The implication is that if the Jew had not bought it back, if the Jew had not bought it from him, then and it just was grown in the sada under the jurisdiction, under the ownership of the guy. What would it be? If he parted from shumas and ma'asis, so you see yesh kinyan guy that if it belongs, if tua belongs to a guy while it grows to the point of a third, it's parted from shumas and ma'asis. So what you, that's how that holds. What is Rabbah going to say? So the Gemara answers, no, no, no. We forgot to tell you one very important point. That Bryce is not talking about Eretz Yisrael. It's not talking about Eretz Yisrael. What's it talking about? Uh, Muncie? Where is it? If it's not talking about Eretz Yisrael, then it's not Chayim and Shemus at all. No, there are certain areas surrounding Eretz Yisrael and those areas which had um, a lot of import and export back and forth from Eretz Yisrael where the Chum said there's a Din Durabon that you have to give Shemus and Maestros. Or let me say it a little bit differently. The, the land that sur- some of the areas of the land that surrounds Eretz Yisrael has Kedushas Eretz Yisrael, not Menatorot, Midirabbanon. So in that area where the whole Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael is all Midirabbanon, we say Yesh Kenyan. So there, if, it, if, it, if a guy owns that land and the tour grows while it's under the ownership of the guy in that land, what's that land called? So says that's called Surya. Surya is a place north, and, north, and, uh, north of Eretz Yisrael. And for whatever reason, it didn't uh, attain the full Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. The Chum said, this is not Kedushas Eretz Yisrael, but it has the halachic rabbinic status of Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. So there we say Yeshkin. But in Eretz Yisrael, if, even if it grows under the ownership of the guy, it's not Chayv and Trumas and Maestros. The Gemara says, so the Gemara says, let's read it again. Tashma, we didn't read it yet. Tashma, Yisrael Shalokach Sodem Igoi, Atshalohi Vyashlish, Vachazru Machrolo, Mishhe Vyashlish, that means it belonged to the Jew when it grew. It was sold back to the guy, but while it grew to a shlish, it belonged to the Jew. Because the Jew owned it at the critical point of reaching a shlish. The Gemara says, The implication is the only reason it's chayv is because it was, it belonged to the Yisrael at the time that it grew. But if it belonged to the guy, it would not be chayv. Why? Yeish Kenyan, because when the guy owns land in Eretz Yisrael, it's not, it removes the chayv of Shumas and Maisrus. The Gemara says, No, 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 no. Talking about Surya. Surya doesn't have din. That's not Eretz Yisrael. Surya is an area of northern Eretz Yisrael that David HaMelech conquered, which didn't have Kedushas Eretz Yisrael, but the Rabbanon said, we'll make it a Kedushas Eretz Yisrael mid Rabbanon. That's Kedusha mid Rabbanon. So the Vilna Gaon says, wait a minute, that's interesting. Because if if you say that in Surya, where the Chiv of Trumas and Maish is only mid Rabbanon, you say Yesh Kenyan, 
That's important for us. Because Yesh Kenyan means that there's no Chiyam Trumas HaMashas. You know what also it probably means? It probably means, we're going to see that the Beis Yosef, very important, Rabbi Yosef Karo disagrees with what I'm about to say, but according to most of the posts from the Achmonon, we've shown apparently, Yesh Kenyan means that if it belongs to the Jew, if it belongs to the guy, when it grows, it's not Chiyam Trumas HaMashas, it also doesn't have the status of Pero Shviz. During Shemitah, Fruit, that fruit, vegetables, anything that grows in the non-Jews land, Yesh Kenyan says it's not chayiv. and it's not chayiv, and it doesn't have the status of it does, and, and it does not have the status of peroshvius. That's what we would say according to the Mandamar of Yesh Kenyan. It's like chutzlar. It's, it's like chutzlar. It's not, so the fruit that grows there during shvius is not kedushas peroshvius. Why? Because it, it's growing in the non-Jews land, and the non-Jew holds, and we hold Yesh Kenyan when the chayiv zomid rabbanim. But what about in Eretz Yisrael? We hold Ein Kenyan. So the gross says, no, 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 in Eretz Yisrael today, the Chiv of Shemitah is also only Midrabana. It's also only Midrabana. Why is the, why? No, just like in Surya, the Chiv's Midrabana. Why? Because it never had full Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. So that means any place where the Chiv Shumas and Maisus, and with the Chiv to keep a certain mitzvah is only Midrabana, if it's owned by the non-Jew, then it won't be Chayiv in that mitzvah. So if we can knock Shemitah, the Chi of Shemitah down from a Minat Torah to a Midrabanon today, then we would say Yesh Kenyan. That means you could sell land, assuming you can sell land. We discussed that already. Assuming you can sell land to a non-Jew, or if the land, the, own, the land is already owned by a non-Jew. So the tool that grows in his, it's an Eretz Yisrael, but the tool that grows there is only Chayiv Midrabanon in Shumas and Maishas. It's only Chayiv in Shemitah Midrabanon. Why is it only Chayiv Midrabanon? That we didn't say yet. That we discussed last week. We just started to discuss it. For whatever, if we can knock down the Chayiv Shemitah to a Dirabanon, we'll say Yesh Kenyan. If we say Yesh Kenyan, then the Tfuah that grows there doesn't have Kedushas Perish Vies. Doesn't have Kedushas Perish Vies. So what does that mean? It means when I buy Tfuah from land owned by a non-Jew in Eretz Yisrael, it's not Chayiv in Shumas and Maishas. And if it's during Shemitah, I can take that fruit and do whatever I want with it. It's like buying fruit in the sixth year, in the fifth year, in the fourth year. So why would it be that the Chiv of Shemitah today is only Midrabbanon? So we started to discuss that last week. Before we discuss, so let's discuss the reason, and then we'll say why Rav Soloveitchik had a problem with this Mahalach of the Vilna Gon. So let's see. The, the, um, take a look at the Gemara, and Mori Cotton, where the Gemara quotes from Rebbe, the Budanasi, Gemara quotes from Rebbe, Quotes a positive Zedvar Hashmita Shamot, a double lotion of Shmita, Zedvar Hashmita Shamot. We're talking about two Shmitas. What are the two Shmitas we're talking about? So the Baliatoslus and Rashi somehow gets to this conclusion also. It's as follows. Just like the Shmita of Yovel, you know, during Yovel you can't work the land either. Just like the Shmita of Yovel is only Midrabanan today. So the Shemitah of the seventh year, what we call Shemitah, Shviyah, Shemitah, is Taloi in Yovel. And anytime Yovel is only Midrabanon, Shemitah will also only be Midrabanon. Oh, that's good, because now we know why Shemitah today is only Midrabanon. You know why Shemitah today is only Midrabanon? Because Yovel is not Midrabanon. And since Shemitah is Taloi Yovel, and Yovel is not Midrabanon, so the most Shemitah can be is Midrabanon. Why is Yovel not Midrabanon today? Anybody keep Yovel lately? Anybody's free any slaves lately? During the 50th year, you, you know, you hear the shofar, Yom Kippur, Tavir, Roshava, Bechol, Artsachem, right? Everybody actually give up their homes to the original owner. Can you imagine? I'd have to give up my home to Pete Summer. I'm not sure who he is. He's a non-Jewish guy. He owned my home. That's only in Eretz Yisrael. Wouldn't apply here. But that would be interesting. He'd walk into a home that's a little bit bigger than the home that he sold us, right? You could deal. 
Um, so, so it means in Eretz Yisrael, there's a Din Yovah which has the freeing of, of, of Avodim, you had as the concept of freeing of the houses going back, or the Yerusha, the Nachla going back, the houses going back, to the, not the Yerusha, the houses going back to the original owner. Uh, it's uh, the Sados, Sados actually, not the homes, the Sados, Hachosos, the Bailam, the Sados, we go back, stay Achuzim, we go back to the original owner. So the law is as follows. The reason why Yovel today is only, everybody agrees Yovel today is only Midrabanon. The reason why is because the, the Torah says that for Yovel to be Menat Torah, you need it to be that Kol Yoshvel Lel. Most of the Jews and most of the Shvatim, not just most of the Jews, most of each Shevet has to be living in Eretz Yisrael. So you need not just 51% of Jews in the world, you need 51% of Shevet God, and 51% of Shevet Levi, and 51% of Shevet Yehuda, 51% of Shevet Yitzhakar, etc., etc. This whole Parshas Vayetze, you need 51% of every one of the Shvatim. That's what the Ramban says. The Ramban, if you take a look in Osutes, on page 5, I keep telling you where to go, then we never read it. It's my fault. I'll have to try to read a little bit. You need rov of each shevet. He's responding to the Rabbeinu Tam. The Rabbeinu Tam seems to have said that as long as you have some small representation of each shevet, you'd be chayv in Yovel Menat Torah. Says Tala al das the Rav. Who's the Rav? Does the Rabbeinu Tam hold sheim olu shnayim o shloshem mikol shevet? Have two or three guys from each shevet. I'm from shevet God. Look, I have my passport, my God passport. I'm from shevet Yisachar. Two or three guys from each shevet. That's called kol yoshvei alav. Ad the ika sheim olu shnayim o shloshem mikol shevet v'shevet yehinovol nolgalem. So therefore, the Rabbeinu, the Rabban, the Rabban says, and this is the way I think we assume that in order for to be chayv in yovel minatora, you need kol yoshvei. More than that, you need rov of each shevet, and you need each shevet living in their original uh, portion of Eretz Yisrael. Now, the truth is, once we know who's from each shevet, I have a feeling by that time we'll be living in our own particular portions. So, if anybody, if, if, the, someone's, if someone can come and say, "You're from God," "You're from Yisrael," "You're from Zvulin," he could probably tell us, you know, what, and this is where you should be living. With. That's probably what Mashiach is going, one of the things Mashiach or Yonavi is going to do. So, and at that point, before that, it's not Kol Yoshvel. That means Yovel is not Minatora. Yovel is not Minatora. Shemit is not Minatora. Shemit is not Minatora. Oh, Yesh Kenyan. Yesh Kenyan means that the guy's ownership of the land is Mafia, the Chiyuv of the things that grow in that land. No Trumas and Mises in that land, and no Kedushas, Pero, Shvias. The fruits that grow do not have the status of Shemit, the fruit, if it grows in a guy's land. Why? Because we hold the Yesh Kenyan. Again, why do we hold the Yesh Kenyan? It's Eretz Yisrael, because the Chiv Zomid Rabbanon. Why is the Chiv Zomid Rabbanon? Because Shemit is totally in Yovel. Why is Yovel not Menatar? Because you don't have Kal Yoshvel. I hope that's clear. Oh, oh. The center points out. That's interesting. That's interesting. So if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be taller, if you're gonna hang, if you're going to make dependent Shemitah to Yovel, so then it would follow as follows. When Yovel's Menatara, Shemitah's what? Menatara. And when Yovel's Midurabana, Shemitah's what? And when Yovel doesn't exist, then with Shemitah what? Exactly. That's the position of the Balamor. Doesn't exist. I mean, it, it, today it doesn't. When Yovel's Menatara, Shemitah's Menatara. Rebbe says, and when Yovel's Midurabana, Shemitah's 
the Rabbanah. And when Yavol doesn't, there's no Yavol today. I mean, the mitzvah exists. We, it's not a mitzvah. It's, it's a mitzvah. Hanohegas l'doros. The fact is today. So why doesn't Yovel? Why doesn't Yovel exist today? Let's let's make Yovel. The answer is you need a bezin hagadol. But Yerushalayim, at least midirab. They're not going to say minat Torah. We're proclaiming Yovel freedom throughout the land because why? It's not called Yashvel. But midirabbanu let them proclaim it. You need a bezin hagadol. The moment the bezin hagadol dispersed and there was no longer a bezin hagadol proclaiming Yovel midirabbanon. <coughs> So that means Yovel does, there's no Yovel at all today. So there's no Yovel at all today. No Yovel at all today. Then the Shemitah shouldn't be at all today. And that's the position of the Balamor and other Rishonim as well. Which is what we said the first, very first uh, time that we started learning, about six, uh, six weeks ago, that we said, the Sniff Lahakel that some of, some, not all, some of the, um, the proponents of the Hatta Mechira start the conversation by saying as follows. First of all, you should know that the whole din of Shemitah Bechlal today is not even Midraban, and the whole thing is only Midas Chasidus. It's nice to keep Shemitah, Midas Chasidus, don't work the land, you can learn a little bit more, but the whole thing's, the whole thing doesn't exist today. Doesn't exist. Apicorsis. No, it's not Apicorsis at all. It's Rabbi Huda Anasi. Huda Anasi says, Shemitah is totally Yovel. So it's logical to say, Yovel Menatar, Shemitah Menatar, Yovel Midrabah, Shemitah Midrabahim, Yovel, nothing, Shemitah nothing. So why are we keeping Shemitah at all? That's nothing wrong with that. You're allowed to not work the land. You're allowed to eat the, the peros, the Torah's Kedusha, and not throw up. But the whole thing's only a Midus Chasidus Ba'alma. Let's see that inside. And the Ramban, of course, will take that and disagree with it. Ramban's going to disagree. But let, you should understand that that's at least, even though it's a rejected position, it's a position that we can throw onto the scale. And we're trying to find a heter for, for the farmers who are, you know, who are, who are working the land, and that's their whole parnasa. We can say, first of all, you should know, the Balamor wasn't a lightweight, and he holds that there's shviyas, there's amidas chasidus today. That's the first thing you should know. And when someone starts to scream, ah, but it's, that's only the, that's my first punch. I'm not, I, 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 that's the jab. I'm coming in with the other things that you can do too. The jab is just to set up the, just to set up the whole thing. You should know the whole thing's amidas chasidus. You'll see it inside the Ramban says. You'll see it in a moment on Osir Tess. Yesh Omrim, your test, Osir Tess, page four at the bottom. The Ramban quotes from the Baal Ma'or. I think the Ravid apparently held like this as well. There are those who say that Allah is like Rebbe. Rebbe. Who's Rebbe again? Rebbe holds that Shemitah is totally beyovel. That's the first step. The ain't Shemitah no heges. Shemitah is not in play. El bezman shah yovel. No heg. When, when yovel is in play, Shemitah is in play. The whole sugi in Gitin Lamed Vav. The whole sugi of Gitin Lamed Vav assumes that connection between Shemitah and yovel. Without getting into the sugi of Prusbul, the sugi of Prusbul, the whole... Just to take 30 seconds, talk about Prisbul. How could it be that the Chachamim can come along and say, listen, the, the halacha says that even, even though you lent him money, the halacha is that after, at the end of the seventh year, the moment Rosh Hashanah comes of the eighth year, the loan is batal, umavotal, mufka, you don't owe the person any money. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda Nasi? Hillel. Hillel comes along and says, I'm going to be Misak in Prusbul, and whatever Prusbul, however Prusbul works, that should be a shit that we should have certainly at the end of the year. However Prusbul works, you still owe him the money. 
the Torah says you, you don't own the money. How can Hillel come along and say you do own the money? So Hillel says, no, no, no. Shemitah bezman is only midrabbanan. So once it's only midrabbanan, then I can come in and, and do my prisbal thing. Why Shemitah only midrabbanan? Well, because Shemitah ksafim is totally b'shemitah's karka. Shemitah's karka is totally b'yobel. And yobel is only midrabbanan. Where it doesn't exist. So therefore, so the whole sugya of prusbul assumes that Shemitah is midrabbanan. So you're not, now you're gonna say, oh, we don't hold Shemitah, we don't hold like Rebbe, that Shemitah is totally beyond. Well, the whole sugya assumes that Shemitah is midrabbanan, like Rebbe. So he takes it a step further. And if Shviyas were minhat Torah today, like the Rabbanan, not the Rabbanan, like the rabbis who disagree with Rebbe, and don't hold of that connection between Shemitah and Yovo. Given the Kabbalah, so therefore, and then we would go, we wouldn't allow Prusbul because it wouldn't make sense that Hillel can be misakin, that you owe the money when the Torah says you don't owe the money. The only reason why Hillel can say you don't owe the money is because the Torah itself never says you don't owe the money. Because Shemitah today is only Midirabbana. And then he goes further. The Kivin de Kaimalon on the third line. Sha Shemitah Tluya Biovel Advar Torah. Since Shemitah is totally in Yovel on the level of Minat Torah, that the only time Shemitah is Minat Torah is when Yovel is Minat Torah. So even Midirabbanon, when you lower the, 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 the stick, even Midirabbanon, Shemitah is not going to be in play unless what's in play Midirabbanon? If you want, Yovel, Shemitah, Af Midirabbanon, Ene no Heges, even Midirabbanon there's no Shemitah, Elabazman, Shahayovel no Hagu Midirabbanon. When Yovel's no egg, midrabbanon. Given the hechad, the tikkun rabbanon, zechol shmita, tikkun zechol yovel. If they made a tikkun, a drabbanon for yovel, then we make a drabbanon for shmita. V'yafshar she tikkun lozev, lo tikkun lozev. You can't make a tikkun for shvius and not a tikkun for yovel. You can't say shmita today's midrabbanon and yovel doesn't exist because shmita is totally be yovel. Lezet lefi shemtli bezuzuzuk. In the olden days, the Balamor is talking. The Ramban's quote in the Balamor. In the olden days, you know, five, six hundred years ago, there was a Bezdin Hagodol in Eretz. This is post Churban, and this is post Yovel, post Kol Yoshvel. But there was still a Bezdin Kavu in Eretz Yisrael. So Midrabbanon, they would proclaim Yovel Midrabbanon. So Haya Bezdin Kavu Eretz Yisrael, but Tokenum Shalken Avodim Vesodos Chosvus Labadim. The fields would go back to the Baileim. The fields, the, the Steach, who's uh, Reuven, would move back to Reuven, and Shimon would move back to Nachal Shimon. I don't know if you go that far back, and we'd free the, the slaves. So when Yovel is Listen to this line. There's no bed in there. There's no chauffeur. There's no shiluach avodim. There's no yovel at all. It's a therefore af shmita a line down. There's no shmita at all, even midrabbanon. And that's the dice haravid and the balamor. Do you hear that part? It actually makes a lot of sense. Compare it if you're comparing it. Compare it. If you make a comparison, make a comparison. Makes a lot of sense. The last words be'ein zemachar. It's not correct. Raman says it's not correct. The, the why? 
He brings rayas. He brings rayas, and he says the connection between Shemitah and Yavu on a level we're not told. The moment you go down to Rabbanan, that connection disappears, and it's very possible to have no Yavu and yes Shemitah. The chiyuv be the Rabbanan of Shemitah had nothing to do with comparing it to Yavu. Minatora, you need if you, for Shemitah to be Minatora, you need Yavu Minatora. But the moment you move down to the Rabbanan, the Rabbi said we don't have a zecher Yavu. We have a zecher. We have a Shemitah in the Rabbanan. But that's the machlokas. Amazing. So it turns out that according to the Balmor, according to the Ravid, there's no Shemitah today, Bechlal. Zero. Uh, but people are keeping Shemitah even then? Yeah, it's a Midas Chassidus. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with taking a, a sabbatical. That's a very nice thing. But it's only Midas Chassidus. Midas Chassidus? Wow. It's incredible. So now, we said that if Shemitah is Midrabonon, we say Yesh Kenya. What if Shemitah doesn't exist at all? It doesn't exist at all. You don't have to sell it to a guy. You can work the land yourself. So we don't hold like that position. But at least we should say, some tell this midas chasidus. And some say that it's midrabonan. And when you sell it to a guy, when it's midrabonan, you say yesh kenyan. If you say yesh kenyan, there's no kedushas perishvias. And maybe even you can work the land. And that was the position of the early, um, uh, the early rabbonim. Even though they didn't want to go that far to say that a Jew can work the land Bavodas Kaka Minhatora, but certainly Malachs Midrabanan they allowed, and the Perus that grew from that land did not have the status of Kedushas of of Shemitah Perus, which means you could do business with it. We didn't really discuss what it means to be Perus Shvius, but you could do business with it, you can eat it, you can throw it out. There's no Indian of Hefsid, there's no Indian of Schorah, you can do whatever you want with those Perus. It doesn't have any special status because it grew in the non Jews land. Let me just say before a question, let me just say what the Rav said on the opposite extreme. The Rav said as follows. Danny, you mentioned this last week. Let's just to see it inside. We made an assumption of the Vilna Gaon. The Vilna Gaon's assumption was, listen to this, Tifa Vart, which means a deep idea. Um, the assumption of the Vilna Gaon was, since Surya is Midrabana, and there you say Yesh Kenyan, and therefore if a non-Jew owns land in Surya, you could probably work the land, maybe, and certainly the Peros would not be Chayv and Shumas and Maisrus, and perhaps, probably, the Peros would not have Kedushas Perushvis. So, so too in Eretz Yisrael today, where the Chiyav Shemitah is only Midrabanon. Why again? Because it's totally in Yovel. Maybe it doesn't exist at all. But at least it's Midrabanon, because there's no Yovel in Torah. So, so too in Eretz Yisrael today, we should say, Yesh Kenyan. So the moment the Goy owns the land, so the Karka, not the Karka, the, the, the Peros and even the Karka perhaps doesn't have Kedusha, and therefore that Tvua, that Karka, that Peros can be worked, and you can eat the fruit without any issue of Schorah, of Hefzid, it doesn't have Kedusha's Perishviz. So Danny said last week, wait a minute, you can't necessarily mix me the Rabbanons. Not all the Rabbanons are created alike. He said something like that? Something like that. Not exactly in those words, but something like that. Not all the Rabbanons, what does that mean? You have to understand, why should it be that Yesh Kenyan in Surya? Why in Surya, if the guy owns the land, do you then say that somehow there's no Kedusha? Why? So the reason why, the Rav said, the Rav explained in, this is written in, uh, in the, in, in the Rav Shiram on Mesech the Chala. Chala is actually a Mesech of, of Mishnayis. So it actually has a Gemari Yushalmi as well. It's not just what we eat on Shabbos. The, the, an Osyid Beis, Shuri Harav, Osyid Beis says as follows. Very beautiful. And once you hear it, you go, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense too. It says as follows. Why, why is the Chi of Trumas and Maisos and Shvias 
Only Midrabanan in Surya. Why is it only Midrabanan in Surya? It had a Kedusha what? It never had Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael to start with. It's not Eretz Yisrael. It's, it's somewhere, probably, either in Syria or somewhere near Syria. Right? So it doesn't have Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael to begin with. So the rabbis came along and said, Dovr HaMelech conquered the land. He did, he did it before he conquered Eretz Yisrael proper. And he didn't necessarily get permission from Sanhedrin and, and the Urbatumim, but he conquered the land. So we're going to imbue that land with Kedusha. Can't be Kedusha Minat Torah. It's not Eretz Yisrael. And it's not, it's not annexed to Eretz Yisrael on a level Minat Torah. But Midrabana will put Kedusha on it. We'll put Kedusha on it. So how much Kedusha does it have? It has Kedusha, Eretz Yisrael. Kedusha is Eretz Midrabana. We talk about Eretz Yisrael proper. So... What's the reason it's only Midrabana today? Why is Shemitah only Midrabana today? What do we say? According to Rebbe. Because it's told, because there's no Yovel, there's no Shemitah. So, the Kedusha of the land is certainly, presumably, according to the Rabbim and most Rishon, the Kedusha of the land of Eretz Yisrael is Minatora. The Kedusha of Eretz is Minatora. There's a side reason. There's a side reason why it's only Midrabana. What's the side reason it's Midrabana? Because if Yovel's, if Yovel's not Minatara, then Shemitah's not Minatara. So Shemitah at most could be Midrabaran. Maybe it's only Yemitah's Chassidus, but at most it could be Midrabaran. So, Yesh Kenyon says that a guy's ownership could be Mafkiyah Kedushas Aretz. Yeah. If, if the Kedushas only Midrabaran, it could be Mafkiyah Kedushas Aretz. But if the Kedushas is Minatara, and there's only a side reason why it's Chayyab Midrabaran, the Yesh, Yesh Kenyon can't say, has nothing to say with regards to that. Yesh Kenyon says, when the whole Kedusha is only Midrabanan, if it's owned by a non-Jew, so in that case there's no Kedusha at all. When the Kedusha is Midrabanan, it doesn't matter if it's owned by a Jew or, when this is Midrabanan, then it matters if it's owned by a Jew or non-Jew. But if the Kedusha is Haaretz, the Kedusha is Haaretz, Minat Torah. It is, why, so why are you only Chai Midrabanan? It's a side reason, it's totally Biova, that's a side thing. But the Kedusha is Haaretz, is only Midrabanan, is Minat Torah. For that, Yesh Kenyon has no role, doesn't play any role. That's not what the Rav says. It's basically what the Rav, the Rav says it further. I want to read it to you inside. Let's read it. It says as follows. When Yisrael owns land in Eretz Yisrael, when a Jew owns land in Eretz Yisrael, there are actually two aspects to that ownership. Nechlak lebeiz kinyanim. I shouldn't say it like that. Jewish ownership of land, the Jewish ownership of land in Eretz Yisrael is split into two parts, into two categories. One is called the Kenyan Klali. If I own a house, you know, in, in, in Rechavia, which, which we don't, but if I own the house, it would be nice. If I, we own the house in Rechavia, right? So that house, that home, that front yard, do they have front yards in Rechavia? Backyards? Not really. Okay. So that area that I own is actually owned twofold by the Jewish people. One is owned by the Jewish people. It's Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael is owned by the Jewish, the collective Jewish people, which includes that home too. And particularly, I have a, like a specific ownership of that particular home. So it's what we call Eretz Yisrael. There's a Kenyan Klali of Eretz Yisrael. And there's a Kenyan Prati of the particular person who owns this particular piece of land. Eretz Yisrael, let's read it together. Kenyan Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, Nechlak L'Shnei Chalakim. Kenyan Klali. She Eretz Yisrael, He Nechlas Klal Yisrael. V'Yerusha Hilano, Me'avosinu. V'Gam Ha'idi HaKibush, Ubegeder Kenyan Nasu Klai Zemuchzakim. Klai Yisrael, and certainly once we conquered Eretz Yisrael, it became our, whose? Who did it become? It became ours as a whole. 
And when we conquered the land, that was just a continuation of the fact that Hashem gave the land to Avi Mitzvah and Yaakov. And then there's a, another Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael called the Kenyan Prati, a specific Kenyan. That when I when when Yeshua came into the land and he split up the land to each shaver, then each family and each person got his own little piece of land, and that's my home, and that's my field, and that's my house. That's called it's Klaus's collective land, which is specifically owned by me. You hear that there's a Kenyan Klali and there's a Kenyan Prati. So now when I sell my land. To a non-Jew, what am I selling? Am I selling the Kenyan Chloe? Who am I to sell the Kenyan Chloe? Can't sell the Kenyan Chloe. You know what I could sell? I could sell my specific Kenyan Prati a little bit. Now, in Surya, when the Rabbanim put a Kedusha Sa'aretz in Surya, you know what they put, you know what they said? It's not Kenyan it's not land. It means that when a Jew owns land, there's a Kenyan Prati, what we call Kedusha Sa'aretz Israel, with regards to this, when a specific Jew owns land in that if you buy land in Muncie, in Teaneck, in Bergenfield, that's not going to have Kedushas Eretz Yisrael. If you buy land in Surya, you'll have a Kenyan Prati Shal Kedushas Eretz Yisrael there. So you only have a Kenyan Prati in Surya, you sell that to the non-Jew. I can sell my Kenyan Prati. Yesh Kenyan removes the Kedusha with regards to the specific Kenyan that I have in Surya. But in Eretz Yisrael, I have, there's two Kenyan. There's the Kenyan Klali and there's the Kenyan Prati. I can sell my Kenyan Prati, but the Kenyan Klali, that has nothing to do, I never, I never, I never owned that to begin with. It's not for me to sell. And I doubt that the government of Eretz Yisrael can sell that either. No one can sell that. I don't know if Abraham and Yaakov tried to sell it if it could be sold. That, probably not. Hashem gave it to us. Right? So if that can't be sold, so that's why Yesh Kenyan can only remove a Kenyan Prati, can't remove a Kenyan Chloe. So the Kenyan Chloe still remains as long as you're in Eretz This is what Danny meant. That there's two different Kenyan. Surya, that's a Kenyan, that, they never had a, they never had Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. And they put on a Kedusha de Rabbonon. What kind of Kedusha? Kedusha's Prati. That you could sell to a non-Jew. It removes the Chi of Chumas and Maishas. And there's no Kedusha's Perishvias on the fruits that grow in Surya. Eretz Yisrael. Two Kenyanim, Kenyan Klali, Kenyan Prati, Kenyan Klali. I can sell the Kenyan Prati, but the Kenyan Klali that's Amisrols that I can't sell. So how does, so, so, so that doesn't remove the Kedusha that exists in the produce that, grow, that grows in something that's called the Kenyan Klali of Amisrol. And therefore, Yesh Kenyan in Eretz Yisrael, even if it's Amid Rabbanon, will not remove the Kedusha's Kereshviyas, he'll still be Chayim and Shubas and And the Rav explains that's exactly what Rabbah meant. The reason why that the guy does not own a Kenyan to be mafia the Shumas of Isis, because it was never the Jew who sold it to him to, to, to sell the Kenyan clothing in the first place. That was never sold. That's always in place. It's always Am Yisrael's Eretz. It's always Am Yisrael's land, in which case the Kedusha remains, and therefore you still have Shumas and Maestros, and therefore the Halacha of Yesh Kenyan does not apply in Eretz Yisrael, even if the particular Halacha of Shis is only going to on today. So it turns out, we have Mikasa Lakatsa. Some say the whole din of Shemitah doesn't apply at all today. Now, when I say some say, I mean some Rishonim who we don't pass in life, but there's a position, Balmor the Raivet. Some say, Shemitah is Midrabanon, but Yesh Kenyan can remove it. Because it's Midrabanon, if you sell it to a non-Jew, it'll be removed, just like Surya will be removed. And the Rav says, one second, first of all, it's only, 
It's true. It's true that we, we don't possibly that there is definitely shemitah today. But Yesh Kenyan cannot remove the shemitah the Rabbanan Neretz Yisrael because the kedushas ha'aris is minat Torah. The chi of shemitah is minat Rabbanan. The kedushas ha'aris is minat Torah. Why? Because it's the Am Yisrael's aris, and that Yesh Kenyan can never touch. So either you don't need Yesh Kenyan because the whole shemitah is midas chasidus. You need Yesh Kenyan, but you have Yesh Kenyan because the whole chi of zomid Rabbanan. You need Yesh Kenyan, and you don't have Yesh Kenyan because you passed in Kenyan. Because as long as you're in Eretz Yisrael, that part of the kedusha of Eretz Yisrael can never be sold to an so what's the halacha lemaisa? <laughs> That's the machlokas. This is exactly the machlokas today. The Hebrew Machira says we can use the, the position of bidas chasidus. You can use that as a as a, as a, as, a, as a jab. And we hold the Kenyan and Eretz Yisrael because the whole thing is only midrabbanon. And the position of 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 uh, of the the hisnadus, the position of those who are against that, the machiri say. First of all, let's just go through. Let's re- let's review. First of all, you're not allowed to settle in in the first place because it's lo sachanim. So all your all your you know your your gymnastics are not going to work. Lo sachanim means you can't sell land to it. But even if you do sell the land and somehow the the sale goes through because you didn't do it through a shliach because. Because if you did it through a shlich, then we have a separate problem of ein shlich Maybe the whole shlich will be bottled. So you didn't do it through a shlich. Nowadays, the farmers sign. I think someone just told me that the 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 the, 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 the had thousands of farmers signing the contract themselves, selling it straight to the non-Jew. First time this was ever happened, that the farmers themselves, they're not just making the rub, the shliach, and saying, you take care of it. They were signing the contracts themselves. So there's no way to So you can sell the land, and even if you can't sell the land, but I hold you can't sell the land, so it's already sold, and there's no problem of shlichus, because I'm not doing it through a shliach. So you sold the land, and, um, was I, was I in the, in the, in the, the sompchen al hatemachir, those who agreed with the hatemachir? I was against hatemachir. So first of all, you can't sell land. Even if you sell the land, it's not going to help, because we pass it in Kenyan. Oh, but it's only we do our on today. Yeah, but the but the but the kedusha sa'aris is minat Torah, and that that we never said Yeshkin. You said we still hold Ain Kenyan, and since we still hold Ain Kenyan, so the so you didn't do anything. You sold it to the non-Jew. You still can't work the land, and the fruits still have kedusha spiritualis. So you basically accomplish nothing with the hetemachir. Okay, so let's go to the next step. Yeah, or take some questions first. Yes. In Syria, yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. So how do you get? If so, you can't get it back. You can buy it back. But you, you've lost that kedusha. So you buy it back. You buy back the land. But then it doesn't have any kedusha at all. It's just a a a, a property guy buying the Right. It has. It has. No, it's not like buying Muncie because in Muncie the Chazal never said that the land has any kedusha at all, even if it not, even if a Jew buys it. You can buy it back. I don't. I, why can't you buy? The, 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 the land has the potential that if it, if it's owned by a Jew, that in that in that area in that place called Syria, will have kedusha Eretz Yisrael if it's owned by a Jew. If it's owned by a non-Jew, so then it's removed. So you're saying that kedusha property affects the kedusha of the of Eretz Yisrael of, of that land. So right. So you're, 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 take, you're saying that a Kedusha Prati um, in one case helps a Kedusha of the land and in Eretz Yisrael. You're saying so, it has nothing to do with you. No, it has, it has, no, there's two Kedushas in Eretz Yisrael. And when you sell the land to a Jew, it also removes the Kenyan Prati. But the fact is, there's still a Kenyan Kloli. There's still a Kenyan Kloli. And that you can't sell. So therefore, the Kedusha of, of, the, of, of Shviz and Shumas and Isis will still remain even after it's sold to the non-Jew. 
In Eretz Yisrael? In Eretz Yisrael, it's both. As long as a Jew owns it, you have both. Kladi and Prati. If a Jew sells it, you have Kladi and not Prati. And Surya? It's only Prati. The Chazal said, when a Jew will own land in Surya, we imbue it with Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael. That's right. The Kedusha, the rabbi said, when, the Lushan of, uh, in the, in the Sefer, look at them right in the middle, right in the middle, uh, about five, six lines down. V'zehu bir shitas rabba. She'en kinyin legoy lahafkia. What does it mean, anything in the God of Kiev? Shekedusha Sa'aretz, the Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael, the Truma, with regards to Truma Samashas, Tluya B'Kenyin HaKlali Shiesh L'Yisrael Ba. And therefore, you can sell it from today till tomorrow to the non-Jew, that will always remain. Ve'en B'Koach Kenyin HaGoy L'Hafkiah Kenyin Zeh. A guy owning it is not going to remove that Kenyin. Venir Levaro, and he goes further to say, the B'Surya, Yesh Kenyin L'Goy L'Hafkiah, and so the reason why a guy Kenyan removes the Kedusha. It's not just because it's Midr Abbanan. That's not what it is. Ain't Zerach Mishim Shesurya Iker Chiyuva B'Shumas Maes Midr Abbanan. Elisha B'Surya Ain't Ba'Shem Shom HaKenyan HaKlai Shalklai Yisrael. Since it was not conquered in the proper way, it wasn't conquered in a way where first we conquered Eretz Yisrael. If Zobar Melech would have first conquered all of Eretz Yisrael, then we can annex those areas around Eretz Yisrael that would have a full Kedushas character of Eretz Yisrael. It would be Kenyan Kali and Kenyan Prati. But because he conquered it first, so he didn't get permission from the Sanhedrin and from the, from the bed, since he didn't get, he did it as, he did it, he conquered it as a Yachid, so therefore it remained Kedushas HaYachid, it remained Kenyan Prati. The Chum said that because of the Kenyan Prati, the Kedusha has Kedushas Aretz Midrabanon. <clears throat> just let's, let's, he says it cl- more clear than I can say it. So let's read the last five lines. We'll read it slow. Lean either. Kvar Haveinu. Mashadanu le'inyan hetem mechira sodos b'shviyas. With regards to selling the lands in, during the seventh year. Shebizman hazeh, because today, chiv trumas and maestros, b'chol eitzvul ain't el midrabanon. The whole chiv trumas and maestros is only midrabanon. Trumas and maestros. And certainly, that's a question. But certainly, shviyas is only midrabanon. Shumas is only because the Ramam says you need Bias Kulcha. And Shvis is only because you need Yobel. Yobel needs Kal Yashvei So the whole thing is only today. But he says, Vimkain Lechora said, therefore, one should suggest, Lo Goram is Surya. It's no different than Surya. Shehim Midrabbanan, which is also Midrabbanan. And therefore, we'd say, Yesh Kenyan, Be'amru Yesh Ba Kenyan Legoi, Lafkiyah Mechim Chuma Maisra. Hachlefi Mashin Izbar. According to what we just explained, we can be mechalik, and we have to be mechalik. Bein Surya shechiyuv midrabanim. Between churya huschiyuv is midrabanim. Lebein Eretz Yisrael b'zman hazeb. Between Eretz Yisrael b'zman hazeb, shechiyuv midrabanim, and Eretz Yisrael b'zman hazeb. What's the difference? Surya is midrabanim. Eretz Yisrael is midrabanim. Surya we say yesh kenyan. Eretz Yisrael today we say yesh kenyan. No. Why? The whole nature of the Kedushan Surya is a, a, a Kedushan which is Begeder and Kenyan Prati. That you can sell to a non-Jew. So if a non-Jew owns it, it removes that Kedushan. However, there's a Nifgai, they cannot go, and that, that's removed through the Kenyan Haggai. Avo, Beret Yisroel, Af Bizman Hazer, Shechayuva Midrabanon, even though it's Midrabanon, but the Rabbanon is that, what's the Rabbanon? The Rabbanon is that we consider this land Kenyan HaKlali of Am Yisrael. Or the Kedushas HaKlali was never removed in the first place. 
And therefore, Kenyan Zeh ain't Kenyan, ain't Bekalach HaKenyan HaGoy LaHafkiyah. That's a good question. Can you sell land in Syria? Probably. Probably. I would say yes. I would say yes. Los Lachanim is probably when there's a Kenyan. Eretz Yisrael proper is Los Lachanim. I would say so. Kenyan HaKlali? I mean, First of all, I, I don't think, I would think that that's not possible, even if he had all of Am Yisrael together. If, you know, there's a, there's a, next week we're going to talk about the Mabit and the famous Machoks Mabit and Beis Yosef. Very important, they were, they were Chaverim in Svad on the same beds and they argued about wonderful things. Real Mulchamta Shal Torah. So, uh, I actually have the page here, but I thought maybe we have, we get to it, but, uh, I'm smart enough not to get out, because I figured we wouldn't get to it. But either way, the big Machok, so the Mabit, was um, was was um, was one of the few rabbanim who had, who who received smicha post um, when smicha was stopped, you know, about two thousand years ago. I don't think it was two thousand years ago. So 16, 15, 1600 years ago. How did he get smicha? That's a good question. So we'll have to discuss that in a different year. But he got smicha. His rabbi, Rabbi Yaakov Beirav, and the, the Rabbi Yosef Karo, uh, gave him smicha. But real smicha, not the smicha that I have from from, from YU. Smicha that you get from Rabbi Yosef Karo, which is Ishmi Piyish Ad Moshe Rabbeinu. Ishmi Piyish Ad Moshe Rabbeinu. They had a, you can say that they had a direct line. Ishmi, so they didn't have a direct line. But, so there's a machlokis. And I'll regalach, there's a machlokis. If you had, if you have all the chacham of Yisrael that would agree to give a certain person smicha, then you can give a certain person smicha. Even though you don't have Ishmi Piyish Ad Moshe Rabbeinu. So the, the Rambam, I think, uses the lotion of Kol Chachme Yisrael. And then there's a Machogas, when the Rambam says Kol Chachme Yisrael, does he mean Kol Chachme Yisrael or Rov Chachme Yisrael? But the Shaila is, how can you get Kol Chachme Yisrael to agree that we should remove, you know, the Kedusha of Akin HaKlod Yavam Yisrael? You know, I, I like to just put up an Eruv and we'd be happy, you know? And you got to get all, all Chachme Yisrael. I don't think it's happening anytime before Mashiach. Which is a good thing. Melchamta Shal Torah, it's supposed to be like that. But, uh, so I don't think that would be appropriate anyway. You want to remove it? It says, you know, to say, yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's the Yisod Hadover here. What we have to just, um, continue to discuss is this Machlogus Mabit and the Beis Yosef about the nature of Hefger. We didn't discuss any at all the nature of Hefger during the Shemitah year and how that relates to the Chiv Shomas and Maestros. And that will continue next week. Let's take one or two questions here, Jules. Yeah. Yeah. From the beginning. I don't think so. Right. No, it is. He's just not high from Shumas and Maestros. No, there's, there's something called this Kenyan Haklali. There's a kid. There's an Aries that belongs to Amisra. There's no king in Aprati on this particular farm because it's owned by a non-Jew and it was never owned by... Well, you're saying it was never, ever owned by the non-Jew? By, by the Jews? Three generations. Three generations. So three generations. It's Amisrael's land that happens to be particularly owned by the non-Jew. So it doesn't matter. And king in the right. It's still... It's still he's, I'm, if I buy land, if I buy tour from him, I'm Chayev and Jumas and Maestros. How come he's not Chayev? Because he's a non-Jew. And there's only seven mitzvahs, but I know but you're right. That land is chayv and shumas and maestros. If a Jew, if a Jew buys the tool, right? Yeah. Does anybody have a problem with the fact that there's no sale of the land? Not that we're not allowed to sell. This is really a fiction. 
Yes, they discussed that as well. But the moment you, the moment you go there, which is a very important place to go, then we're probably all, we may all be in violation of Bayra Bayamatsi every Pesach as well. Right. Um, so, so that's a question, that's a question. So, however we, with regards to that question, however we get out of, or however we describe, explain, the, uh, you know, the, 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 you can sell the chametz of, you know, all of Bergen County to a, to a, to a janitor in, in Fairlawn is, uh, however, however that works, it's a good question. However that works, the, you're gonna have to use that svara to explain how you can sell Eretz Israel. You know, selling Eretz Israel to, to, a, to an Arab who's, you know, in, in, in the West Bank. What? Where, what originated? Well, that's what, that's how this originated too. And it's such a big deal to, to, to throw out the hundred dollars of whiskey. Yeah, you take your whiskey and you throw it out. I have to sell my box of macaroni because I'm going to save 85 cents. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. So that's what some say. Some say, chametz, dog, and gomer. For sure, you shouldn't sell. Tarov is chametz. So there you might, yeah, very, many of you shouldn't hold. You're not over by Rai, by Yamatsi anyway. So there you, you can sell. Because you're not over anyway. You can keep that anyway, according to some Rishonim. But you're right. The chametz, dog, and gomer. You should, you should pour it into the, uh, or give it away. Give it away. You know, if you give it away, you might be over a little sechanim. Because you're not supposed to give a, a non-Jew a gift for no reason whatsoever. But you find someone that there's a reason to give it. You give it to a neighbor. You know, you give him some schnapps or a mow your lawn or something. Um, huh? Right, whatever. Right, right, right. So, I, so, good question. However you figure out how you do mecheres chametz. But how do we do mecheres chametz? Well, however you sell the bechor behemoth tahara before it gives birth. That's an old question. Then we sell the chametz and then we can sell the land of Eretz Yisrael. That's a good question. Do we even keep Yovel today? When Yovel's not knowing, maybe there is no 50th year. That's a whole question to begin with. According to some Tanoyim, there really is no Yovel year. When I say there's no Yovel year, what that means is that you have 777, you have 49. And according to some Tanoyim, the 50th year, which is Yovel, is the first year of the next cycle. So if we don't know when, that's, we never even got into that, but the whole, there's a, there is a, another question that comes up, and that is, do we even know when Shemitah really is? Are we really sure that this is the year of Shemitah? Now, why should we not be sure? I mean, I know when the last Shemitah was, so I know when the last, I can go back a hundred years easy. I have, and then they can, the people who are there can certainly go back a hundred years. So, and they, so we can go back. Yeah, but the Tanoim themselves had an argument about when Yovah was. And if you have a machogs when Yobel is, and you have a machogs when Shemitah is, why? Because if Yobel is year 50, and then the next year of the cycle is 51, that means Shemitah is 8 years from now. The 49th year, Shemitah is 8. And if you hold Yobel's year 1, then Shemitah is 7 years from now. So, if we, so the Tanayim themselves are arguing when Shemitah is. And how do we pass is a whole question. So that's already too dangerous to go there. But when you go there, people will, you know. So that, that is a part of the discussion as well, yeah. Yes. How come they weren't selling the land during Shemitah, the time of the Mishnah? I mean, during the, anytime, anytime Shemitah became a Dirabbana, we should have started to hear about the Hatha Mechira. It's an interesting question whether Yovel, in, during Bayashani, it's a machlokas rishonim. It's interesting to have a machlokas about this. Was there yovel during Bayasheni? It's related to what we mentioned before. You know, Bayasheni, the Jews, most of the Jews were already in Golis, right? So, so you don't have kol yoshevel aleha. 
So but that's where Rabbi, that's where the Rabbeinu comes says, no, there were some Jews who were, they were brought back. There were some Jews from every Shevet in Eretz Yisrael. The Rabban says, some Jews from every Shevet? We have three guys from, 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 from Zvolen, and that's Yoshua Aleph. That, that's, that, that's what, the, so did, it, that, we didn't know who all the Shvatim were, we could, so, there were certain individuals who could say, I'm, I'm Yisachar, I'm Zvolen. So Rabbeinu Tam says, we had a few people from each Shevet, the Rebbe Yisrael, so Yovah was Minato, the Ramban says, he doesn't think that's correct at all. You need Rov, Kol Shevet, every Shevet. So it's a good question. If you go back far enough, and you hold like the Ramban, that during Bayashani, already Bayashani there was no Yovah, you pass on like Rebbe, that Shemitah's Midrabonon, and you hold like the Grah, 2,000 years ago. That Yesh Kenyan means that even in Eretz Yisrael, you can remove the Kedushas cars and you should be able to settle in during Bayashani and be able to work the land or at least not have Kedushas Perish. We don't hear about it at all. That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe they weren't so concerned. Maybe they had more bitachon and they just, <laughs> they rested the land and, and period. Maybe. I don't know. We do have some Gemaras that talk about, you know, Arnona where, where the Jews would be, would rent the land. For, it could be that something like that was going on. But it's not so clear. It's not so clear. Okay, so next week we'll, uh, we'll continue with the Mabit and the Beis Yosef, and then we'll um, move on to the Otzer. And hopefully in two weeks we'll start discussing the concept of Otzer Bez and what that means and how it relates. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.